Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And uh, I love inviting my guests personally, and I know their podcast, amazing booking agencies, and I'm using one for myself. However, when I'm looking for my guests, I'm always looking for people who are embodying the things that I want to learn about or are doing things that can support my clients and more people. So I'm really, really excited for my today's guest, Christy, because she is true embodiment of healing and teaching. And I am just so eager to learn from her and support more women on their healing journey. So Christy, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be on. And before we hit recording, we already like had such a beautiful chat about her plants. You know, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see her beautiful plants. If not, she has a fig on one side and right behind her, she has a frame, one leaf. So I'm not sure if that's just a picture, if it's fake, if it's real, but plants everywhere. <laughs> Love plants. Plants are life. <laughs> see, she's speaking my language. Um, so Christy, before we go into that route that can maybe even sound a little bit heavier, right? When we're talking about healing and maybe discomfort and pain in our lives, especially for us women, um, let's have a little bit fun. So if you're open to it, I love, love, love opening my podcast with a guided meditation visual meditation so let's take you there if you're open to it uh yes. i would love to do one with you thank you let's do it beautiful so just gently close your eyes and start really tuning into this present moment relaxing in your chair allowing yourself to drop your shoulders and slowly deepening your breaths feeling your breaths as this beautiful life force flowing through you, from the tips of your toes, through your body to your head, relaxing your face, feeling your belly and chest rising and falling, and getting into a beautiful deep state of not needing to be anywhere else, not even wanting to be anywhere else. But if you could be, and if you don't mind, 
I invite you to visualize a beautiful summer day in Croatia. And you're walking through the city, right on the port, by the water, holding your husband's hand. And you're smiling and you two are laughing and enjoying snacks that you brought with you on this beautiful summer walk. And as you're walking and enjoying this beautiful sunny day, there are kids running around through the city. They're running through this beautiful small street right by the water. And as they're running and playing around, one little girl, like five, six years old, runs to you and she stops right in front of you and your husband looks at you and you look at him and this little girl says, who are you? What is the one thing you would love this little curious girl to know? Not what do you do, but who you really are. What would be your answer? I would tell her that I am someone who loves to have fun, is passionate about music, loves her husband, and has the most amazing friends in the world. And the best part about her life right now is that she runs her own business on her own time, on her, with her own goals and plans. She feels aligned and she feels like she serves a community of people that deserve help, need help, and are just the most beautiful people. Mm, how are you feeling? Good. I love, <laughs> I love guided meditations. I feel like you just notice your whole body and your mind and everything just slow down. Yeah. And sometimes we really need it, right? That moment for ourselves to slow down because your life and what you describe, it's so beautiful and so rich. And sometimes we can still in this beautiful and rich life get caught up, right? By doing, creating things, producing things, doing things. And so when we take the moment to do the guided meditation, it drops you right here and right now. So um, I was sharing with you earlier, I absolutely love Croatia. We used to go there with my parents. Um, almost every summer if we were not in Italy we were in Croatia or we did both it's beautiful culture so I love that I could take you there just for a moment and so you know I share um, right at the beginning Christy that I really love your work I really love that you are supporting women in healing and I wonder what led you on a journey and being so specific and helping women with endometriosis and for the listeners, for the women who are listening, can you please also share what it is? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. This is, I love sharing this story. Um, so for anyone who isn't sure what endometriosis is, it's a, a gynecological condition, which means that it affects the reproductive organs of women. So what happens is that every month we have our period, we have our menstrual flow, and for people that have endometriosis, the menstrual flow, which is actually what we call the endometrial lining, instead of it being just inside the uterus and leaving the body every month as it does, 
what we find is that that same endometrial tissue is growing in other parts of the body. So it travels to uh, anywhere inside the abdominal cavity is the most common place. It may grow and attach to the outside of the uterus, the ovaries, the fallopian tubes, the pelvic wall, the bowel. And we do know that it has traveled as far as the lung and the eye as well, which is incredible. Wow. Yeah. We don't know why it's traveling around the body. We don't know what causes endometriosis. But what we do know is that it is extremely painful. It affects your energy levels. It affects the way your gut functions. So it may cause constipation, diarrhea, bloating. It impacts anxiety and depression. Uh, and it impacts fertility as well. So we know that 30 to 50% of people with endometriosis may struggle to fall pregnant. So it is a condition that impacts someone's entire life. It, it impacts the quality of their life really significantly. And the worst part about it is that not many people know about it. So the awareness is really poor. And that's despite the fact that 10% of people have endometriosis. So it's not an uncommon condition. It's actually very, very common. Um, and the treatment options are not really that um, ideal or in a lot of cases successful. So endometriosis can be managed both medically and with lifestyle, nutrition, um, uh, interventions, but nothing at this stage we know cures it. So it is a lifelong condition as well. Now, the reason that I am so passionate about endometriosis, a lot of people are this because if you look around the community of people who do support people with endo, most people have endometriosis themselves, and that's kind of what's led to their passion. They've, they obviously suffer with their own you know, health concerns and they're you know, driven by wanting to learn about how to help themselves as well as help other people and make you know, life better for the next generation as well. For me, though, where I came into the picture, so I don't have endo myself, and I've always been interested in gut health. I've always had a passion in women's health. And I was doing all my extra studies into both irritable bowel syndrome and fertility and pregnancy. And so about two years ago, I decided to start my own business. I really wanted to serve a very specific group of people. So women, and this was my idea. I was like, okay, I'm going to help people who have um, IBS and women's health concerns. And I guess in my brain at the time, I thought this would be people who are pregnant and having IBS symptoms or along those lines. And I think that I got a really big shock when I had lots of people booking in who were diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome. But when I did my assessments, they seemed to have a lot of period problems. They had pain. Their pain was not just in their tummy area. It referred to their pelvis. It refers to their back, sometimes down the leg. Um, they also described it being really heavy periods that they had to stop going to work for the, you know, a whole week. They couldn't participate um, in life. They couldn't cook meals for themselves for that time. It was so debilitating. Um, you know, there were so many signs and symptoms that this was, you know, not okay. Like that is not something that is normal. It's not something that someone should have to live with. 
And it was interestingly always tied in with their gut issues as well. So the IBS symptoms often correlated with it. And, you know, I'd done all my studies and I, and I covered, you know, PCOS in my studies. I'd done endometriosis. We'd done all of this type of thing. And so I identified quite quickly, I don't want to alarm you, but this sounds a lot like a condition I know called endometriosis. Have you talked to your doctor about this before? And it, like to take you to one particular client, this was one of the first ones. And she, she actually, you know, burst out in tears in the session with me. You know, it was, I'd, I really touched on a very sensitive topic there. And she had, she described to me that she had seen many, many doctors. She'd seen her GP multiple times since she was a teenager, you know, at, at 12 years old, at, when she had her first period, she experienced terrible pains and every year they got worse and worse and worse. And at 16 years old, she finally, you know, had the courage as a 16 year old young girl to talk to her male GP doctor. And, I, and I'm not saying anything about genders here because I've seen this a lot in, in, in female GPs as well. Um, and, you know, all that is ever suggested is take the pill um, or period pain is normal. Um, have you tried taking Panadol, you know, or, you know, it gets to that point where the doctors start saying, you know, maybe we need to see a psychologist and talk about your mental health. So, you know, there, there are these, oh, it's incredible. There are these huge themes that are consistent in the story of people who have endometriosis and it, some of them are being told that it's all in their head that um, medication is you know the, the the one and only thing that's going to help them um, being denied referrals to gynecologists it's because it's so shocking to me christy though like nowadays when you know like when we are more connected than ever when there is you know social media and studies and and you know like internet and like how can even someone tell you it's in your head or just go on the birth control when we know birth control it's not good for us i quit on january put on 10 pounds you know like five kilos and then my hormones are so whacked up that now i'm healing for thyroid mm -hmm. you know it's all related to me being two decades on birth control i didn't know what i didn't know what i know now right absolutely it's like if, if they give you just this option it's for me it's just incredible i cannot even like think about it like how much pain and and even like shame like women have to be going through like hey i put my ego on the side and i'm like okay i will ask help and you are not even taking me seriously it's it's like um it's it's a kick stop. in the guts yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a kick in the guts. And I think one of the one of the worst um, things that can be one of the worst experiences for a lot of people is that one of the biggest um, symptoms that people experience with endo is something called endo belly. So that it's just a term that means bloating, um, like the bloating caused by your endometriosis. So your tummy really sticks out and really distends. And often on public transport, you know, and people in the community don't understand, you know, but they will offer a seat in the pregnancy, you know, disabled seat and say, they think that this person is, you know, pregnant and they say, here, please have my seat. And it's wonderful and generous and kind, but it's, re it's really, it's a, it's a stab because not only are you um, suffering with something that causes you to struggle to fall pregnant, but you're now being 
looked at as you know being pregnant but actually it's just bloating so that's really horrible um and so with, with the story that i had this this client i helped her get a diagnosis so we went through the motions of being rejected by the next gp that we saw um, that was my first personal experience of um, a client being rejected to, to have further investigation of their symptoms and it was really horrible for me because it, it felt like health professional to health professional that they disregarded my diagnosis you know I, I can't diagnose someone with endo they disregarded my um, my recommendation that they needed further investigation so I felt like a, a bit of a, a wound there um, but when she did finally get her diagnosis it was just the best feeling in the world you know to have to help someone and be to advocate for them because she would have just decided that nothing you know it was all in her head and there's nothing nothing you know more to do and I said no you know hmm. th this isn't normal and I think because because I don't have endo myself and I don't experience period pain when someone tells me they can't go to work because of their period that just blows me away. I just think, what, like, how? That, that's incredible that, that you feel that way. And it, I don't need someone to, you know, prove, me, prove it to me with a test or a lab result or something. If someone says to me that they can't go to work because they have debilitating period pain, I believe them. Why would someone make that up? You know, that's, yeah. And I'm just passionate about helping people get a diagnosis and then from there, getting relief and looking mm. at alternative strategies that don't require birth control medication, yeah. heavy, heavy pain medication yeah. and multiple surgeries. Mm. Yeah, that's that's sad. Yeah, because I, I knew one person who was diagnosed with um, endometriosis in the past and she was on surgery and next year she went to surgery again. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, you know, and, and, and this is like re really me being in a position of, um, observant like being observant right this person wasn't healthy this person had challenges with over being overweight and overeating you know and like binge eating and it might and might not be correlated but i personally feel like what we put in our body it's going to show and it's not like she did something wrong or if something is going on in our bodies it's wrong because we add something we shouldn't sometimes it's generational sometimes it's traumas they're you know showing up in our bodies and that's why it's so important that we are hurt so christy i'm wondering because i could talk about it for hours and hours and hours and i want to be like what can we give them, right? So I'm wondering, Christy, imagine that somebody is just looking for a doctor who can hear them and understand them, right? They're in a process of just looking. What is that they can do in the meantime? Because find a doctor who can hear you that you feel good with, that's like a miracle itself, right? So what is that they can do in the meantime? What is that they can be I don't even like to say being control of but what is that they can like change in their lives so they can ease that pain and what is happening in their life what worked for your clients mm -hmm. yeah this is this is a great question and, and this is the thing about nutrition and lifestyle is that there are no negative side effects of trying something you know it, it you can you don't have to wait for a diagnosis you don't have to wait for your surgeries you don't have to wait for all of these things to happen if your symptoms are impacting your life right now then you can take action right now 
we can look at ways to reduce inflammation because inflammation is at the core of endometriosis. It's why women experience so much pain. Their body is inflamed. And it, what that means is that the immune system is chronically overactive. So the easiest and safest lifestyle intervention that you want to try is going to be something like the Mediterranean diet. So that, you know, and I don't, I hate the word diet. Let's not think about it like a diet. And really, if you think about the original meaning of diet, we're just saying a pattern of eating. So the Mediterranean diet is a pattern of eating that follows some really simple, uh, I guess, philosophies, if you like. So we focus on having more plants in our diet than we would have animal products. And that's not a vegan diet. It's not a vegetarian diet, but it's just that we have more plant over animals. So smaller portions of meats. There is one exception to that rule where we look at having more fish. So more fish and seafood is it's high in omega-3, which is one of the best anti-inflammatory nutrients. If you don't love fish or seafood, then you can absolutely choose to go down the path of an omega-3 supplement. I have lots of clients that don't like fish, don't want to have anything like that. So there's always alternatives, there's always ways around. Um, adding in more herbs and spices into the foods that you eat. So they contain polyphenols or flavor, flavor compounds, essentially. The more color and the more like uh, plant flavor you add into your foods, the more antioxidants are present in there. And that's why olive oil is one of the best sources of fats to be using olive oil and avocado as well, um, because they're high in uh, sorry, uh, monounsaturated fats. Again, another anti-inflammatory nutrient. So there's some really amazing resources out there if someone wanted to start investigating something like the Mediterranean approach. The Mediterranean approach is one key aspect of the framework that I use with my clients. I use uh, three separate frameworks to help someone with endometriosis over a period of six months. So one of them is the FODMAP diet or FODMAP approach. And we also look at hormone balancing strategies, which incorporates beyond diet. It looks into lifestyle around sleep, around stress management. And the idea is that when you bring these three strategies together, working through them over six months, we take people from pain, fatigue, that I call them funky poops. So like constipation and diarrhea through to relieving them of those symptoms and therefore being able to get back into their work that they'd like to be doing, exercising regularly, playing with their kids, you know, socializing with friends, getting back out into life and doing things that makes them happy. So um, FODMAP is something people should never, ever attempt on their own. It's quite a specialized approach to follow. And it does require a little bit of, um, uh, it's, it's a, a testing and challenging system where we look at what foods might be triggering symptoms. But Mediterranean diet is safe. It's effective. It's, in my opinion, the number one dietary strategy that everyone should be adopting in their lifestyle, not just people with endo. Hmm. I'm a vegan, so I wouldn't be like signing up for the fishy, you know, but <laughs> omega-3, I'm like, I would be the one who is not doing that. We have a lot of clients. Um, I wanted to ask you, so you were mentioning like herbs, like what, what kind of herbs are helping to reduce the inflammation? Because I'm like, oh, that sounds great, but what do I do? What do I go shop for? And I know I can ask Uncle Google, but I have the wise Christie right now, so I can ask directly. <laughs> 
And just touching on your the fish as well, there are some amazing algae supplements out there, which I highly, highly recommend for yeah. vegans. Yeah. Because unfortunately, like the type of omega-3 you get in flaxseed doesn't convert very well to the EPA and DHA right. that we love for reducing inflammation. Um, but yeah, anyone who's vegan out there, there are so many options. And to be honest, vegan diets are much more anti-inflammatory than your conventional kind of meat eating diets. Um, herbs, right? I don't like to be picky about which herbs are better than the other or create a list of like, these are the best and these are the least mm -hmm. best. All herbs are important. And, and whatever herb is the one that you like to enjoy the most, you enjoy the flavor of that and it excites you to use it often. Mm -hmm. That is what I want you to use. For me personally, my favorite herbs, rosemary, oregano, and thyme. Without it, oh, God, I feel like I, if we went into spices, smoked paprika is probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, my Best. goodness. I can put it on everything and anything and all the time. Yes, please. Yes. And cumin. I really love cumin as well. Yes. So I think, yeah, I think that at the end of the day, sometimes we can get so zeroed in on like, but which ones and this and which one's better than this. But the most important thing is, what are you going to enjoy? What will you do and eat regularly and, and have regularly? Because consistency and regularity is far more important than the superfood, best possible food you could choose. Mm, that is beautiful and powerful. And I love it because you're like, I don't want to give you a list, like trust yourself. What do you want to be eating? But <laughs> I love that. And I love those herbs too. Like we do uh, like cilantro every day, you know, and we do basil and I love, uh, what is it called? Dill. I love fresh dill, like in salads or like even soups, it's delicious. So like you said, it's really the consistency. What can you like stick with that would you would even enjoy, right? Eating instead of like, oh, another, you know, salad, whatever. And I don't like this. Your body, it's not going to be loving it if you are like forcing yourself into it. So this is super, super, super helpful, Christy. Um, I wanted to also ask you, what helps you to stay in this? Because when I look at you, you know, the feeling that I have, it's like joy and peace. What helps you to stay in the peace? Because you're working with a lot of women who are going through a lot of pain. So how do you make sure that you stay in that energy that you are feeling good? Mm, that's such a great question. And I've never really thought about it before. I think, I guess... Something that I've really remodeled in my life, and I encourage all of my clients to do this, is to take a look at how your energy is spent and what's not serving you and change that and set those boundaries. And uh, one of the things that I found personally in my life was that if my work was entirely one-on-one -on -one consulting, you know, those, those days I used to do those, I would work, you know, eight hours and I would see back to back to back clients. And you do, you know, each person um, comes to you for support. And so it, it can feel draining after back to back appointments of being that person for someone else. And then being, I felt like a bit of a rag doll by the end of the day. I just felt like I had nothing left for myself. And so I started putting in new uh, ways of working with people. So one of my favorite new ways of working with people is in group coaching circumstances. And this is 
for two reasons. One, when you put people who are struggling with the same thing together, I get to watch the most amazing support going on, you know, the words of encouragement that they share with each other. Or, you know, I remember one time in a group coaching session, someone said, you know, this is really embarrassing for me to talk about, but does anybody else get recurrent thrush? Is that just, is that just, is that, is that just a me thing? Does anybody else with endo get this problem too? And several other people in the group put their hand up and they were like, yeah, yeah, like definitely, definitely. And, you know, to watch that person who had experienced isolation with experiencing recurrent thrush realize she's not alone. And the other girls were able to say, this is what has worked for me before. And, you know, just that, Mm -hmm. that really lights me up. And, you know, working with people like that, I can see more people and it doesn't drain me so much. I don't have to do, you know, eight hours of seeing back-to-back people one-on-one alone. When you bring them all together, then I can share my energy with everybody at that one time. And so then I have more left for myself Mm. at the end of the day too. I loved it. And I love how each and every one of us is different. I did a membership, I did a group coaching and it didn't light me up. It felt for me like drugging and uh, I love the one-on-one and I do love in person. So we host, you know, several retreats a year. So I do bring small intimate groups of people. It's different because I can feel them, but it's beautiful that each of us, it's different what in, in what lights us up and what energizes us. So last thing, um, Christy, if there is a woman who is listening right now, who is feeling confused, who is feeling mad at her doctors because they're telling her what she doesn't want to hear. What is the one thing you want her to know? What is on your heart? Okay. The one thing that I would say to someone like that is you are the only person that understands your body. The only person that you think your partner understands it as well as you know, you are the one person who understands. And if you have a gut feeling that something isn't right, something doesn't function right, you don't feel your best every day, even if it's small, even if it's not debilitating period pain, even if it's just something that doesn't feel good to you in your gut I want you to honor that. I want you to assert that. I want you to seek out someone who will listen. I want you to write it down. I want you to put on a piece of paper exactly what your story is, your experiences, how it impacts your life. And when you go to the doctor and you don't have the words because they make you feel small or like you're on their time and you're, you know, taking too much of their time or whatever it is, You're going to have this piece of paper there that you can just present to them and say, I struggle to assert myself. I struggle to share exactly how bad things are for me right now. So here it is. I've written it down for you. And I would really appreciate if you could take my letter seriously because I haven't had good experiences in the past. Mm. And just that little communication will be really powerful to that doctor because I, I don't we bag out doctors a lot. And I think that what we need to remember is that they are human beings. And I think that they do genuinely want to help people. That's why they are a doctor and they studied for as long as they did. They do want to help. They just sometimes need help understanding just what kind of help you need. 
Mm, that is beautiful. And of course, we don't want to be talking about, about doctors. I work with ND and with doctors, you know, myself, and I love them. It's really about just finding who aligns with you, somebody who can hear you, somebody who can understand, right? So it's not about saying doctors are bad, but I am not for everyone, coach. You're not for everyone, you know? And so like aligning with those people who can hear us and see us. So um, I absolutely loved our talk today. It was amazing. So much alignment. So happy that we could connect. So for those who are just right now learning about you, where are some online places that they can connect with you, reach out to you and learn more about offers? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So first of all, I'm on Instagram. This is where I share a lot of free content with my audience. Instagram is fantastic. <laughs> So you can find me at endometriosis.dietitian. Now in Australia, we spell dietitian with two T's, not a T and then a C. So you'll figure it out. (laughs) I think the Canadians are the same. I think we spell our dietitian the same there too. Um, Instagram is a great place. Now I have a free event that is coming up. It's a free live private training. So this is an opportunity where I'm going to be sharing my nutrition roadmap or strategy for how I help people with endometriosis overcome uh, their funky poops, their fatigue, their bloating, and um, and that yeah, their constipation and their diarrhea. So essentially, I'm going to be talking to everybody about the difference of the FODMAP, the Mediterranean, the hormone balancing strategies that I use to help people. So this is a really, really awesome opportunity to ask me questions live. You can come along with anything that you want to know, and I will stick around and answer everything. Um, if If you miss the live event, I will be putting it up somewhere as a replay as well. So you'll always be able to catch it somewhere. Um, I think they're, they're probably the two best places. I also, on my website, have a free download as well if anybody wants to do a little endo belly challenge, I call it. So it's just a five-day challenge to help people reduce their bloating. Mm. So come on to my website. I think it's uh, christyleenutrition.com.au. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much, Christy, for today. I Thankfully, I'm not healing through that, but I will be more than happy to follow your journey, support your journey. It's beautiful to see you. And anyways, it's like even for women or people who are not, you know, like um, healing through this condition, you're sharing so much beautiful advice, you know, about anti-inflammatory foods and, uh, you know, how to be eating better to feel better. So it's super valuable. So thank you so much for today and for all the amazing work you're doing. Thank you for having me.